Hey guys, good morning. It's Steve. I hope you are having just a great morning so far. I want to talk to you about something that is important to me. It's been important to me for a few years now, and it's becoming even more important to me, I think, in an even different way now that I've started to think about it um, in, a, in a different context. So uh, rather than be so vague, let me just dive right into the content and, and kind of help you um, think about this, okay? So I used to weigh a lot. <laughs> um, I used to weigh 200 and I think, I think at my highest, at my, at my heaviest weight, I was uh, 278 pounds. And I looked and felt a lot more than that. Um, if, you, if you were to look at me then, you would have said, holy cow. Like, I mean, I was, I was really, really big. I, I feel like I looked, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm not that tall. I'm like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, um, I think I'm, I th- think 5'9", right? So I'm not that tall, so I don't have that going for me. And so I definitely look, uh, I, I looked a little bigger uh, than I... Uh, um, than I actually was, but I was still really big. Okay, 278 pounds was not was not good. I didn't feel good. Life was awful. I had I've always been overweight, and um, yeah, it wasn't uh, it was not a good thing. Okay, now I'm not exactly skinny these days, right? For one thing, I am legitimately a uh, big boned. I'm, I'm definitely I, I have a build that uh, is is you know I'm, I'm never going to be skinny. Um, I could. You know, I, I need to get in the gym and actually, you know, get, get into some strength training and stuff to to better utilize uh, my body where it is. Okay, but I'm never going to be skinny just by virtue of the way I'm built. Uh, that would look really weird. So, um, there's that, right? But regardless, I was way too big. I felt terrible. I ate just awfully. Uh, it was just terrible. And then in 2016, I started on a low-carb, high-fat kind of lifestyle. And I read one of the Atkins books. It was the new Atkins for a new you. And uh, I've just been kind of nerding out on that ever since. And for the most part, over the last uh, four years now, have eaten a ketogenic diet, a ketogenic lifestyle. And I definitely have had my moments of slip-up. I mean, I've had big moments of slip-up. Um, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. The lowest I've gotten was uh, 211 and in terms of weight okay um, the lowest I've ever been uh, you know since I started was 211 and then the highest I got back up to was like 235 and I've gotten back up to that 235 mark two or three times and then usually lost back down to to close to that 211 and then sometimes I, I go back up so uh, I'm not coming to you today as a, as a diet expert suddenly okay I'm not like perfect uh, on this, but I do pretty well um, to keep it consistent for the most part. Okay, and there are there are some things that that I have uh, ad- adopted that just pretty much always um, will keep it regulated that used to not be regulated before. For example, I, I you know I, I don't drink very much soda um, anymore, and when I do, it is zero sugar soda. Um, I hardly even drink diet soda. I don't really like diet soda, um, so I, I pretty much drink zero sugar soda if I drink soda at all usually it's water um, maybe with some drink packets or something in it but yeah usually just water and um, so that that is something that I'm, I'm never just gonna down a coke or a sweet tea like with all the sugar and stuff in it I, I just sugar in mass amounts like that like I'm never gonna just you know have tons and tons of ice cream like that's just not gonna happen I just don't do those things anymore um, 
you know, I don't buy chips. Like, I'm, I'm never, even if I'm, even if I'm doing bad, like, going to restaurants, like, I've been on a streak where I'm doing bad going to restaurants and stuff, I'm never going to go buy a bag of Doritos at the store. I just don't do that. There are some things that I just don't and won't do. And because of that, I'm never going to get to where I was, even if sometimes I slip up a little bit, okay? Now, why am I telling you all this? Well, um, it, I've recently been thinking about uh, food uh, as, as, as fuel, as fuel. And this is something that I, I've always thought about, or at least since I, I really began being conscious of my food, I've thought about, but I think about it more now in the entrepreneurial context, which is why I think it is relevant, um, to you all. One of the kind of axioms that I had to, to, you know, try to live by is, you know, I used to have this false belief basically that I, uh, and it sounds cliche, but it's true. If you actually think about it, many of you think this way right now. Um, I live to eat. I live to eat, right? That's kind of an axiom that we approach food with because we enjoy it, right? Now, even if we don't say that, right? Oh, I live to eat. Like I live for eating. It's my most favorite thing I do. Um, when we sit down in front of food or we start thinking about food, that's exactly what it is, right? We think about how good the food is. We think about how it's going to taste. We think about how, you know, that, those are the kind of things we think about um, so often. And if you think about food in those terms, then you live to eat. And it's best to just admit it and look at the false belief and let's break it down right now because none of us live to eat. We shouldn't, right? There's much more to live for than food. How about being attentive with your family, right? Uh, how about... Um, being able to perform during the day okay all these things so we don't live to eat instead we eat to live we eat only to live now that particular axiom i've thought about for years now and it's something that really helps me it's kind of like an aphorism right that i go back to i don't live to eat i eat to live and that is helpful however the only problem with that is other than like this vague idea of living right of being alive which is important of course but it's still kind of vague it's hard for us to grasp uh, practically, because none of us think, think we're going to die today or tomorrow, um, it's not tangible enough of a, of a aphorism to make a, a huge difference in our in our daily habits. Okay, and uh, I know this because again, I've, I've been there. Like sometimes it helps; it does in general, but it's not very tangible. Um, so. It, it doesn't create a, a pattern. It, it doesn't. It doesn't create any linkage between the way you eat and something that really, really matters to you, like how your business is doing or um, the finances that you bring in. Right? How how you're doing in that area? By the way, most of us uh, do bad with our eating finances because we overeat. So anyway, we'll, we'll spend more than our grocery budget is budgeted for. Anyway, that's a tangent, right? But um, but that's a little bit different. That's a little bit different than loss aversion, right? Loss aversion says, because I eat this way, because I eat this way, I am losing money, okay? I am losing, I am not able to make as much money because I'm eating a bad way. Now, that is motivating. At least to me it is, right? Because none of us are in the business for money, Um uh, at least not not people like us, not people who are concerned with, you know, changing the world and being biblically um, faithful stewards and just being, you know, we're not doing it just for the money, right? We're doing it for other reasons. However, the money is important, right? Money is, is something that God put in place for us to use to be able to exchange goods and services on, okay? Now, 
here's the thing. I think we should start thinking about our eating in terms of um, something that attaches to our entrepreneurship, right? Something that attaches to us as faithful business people, faithful business owners, faithful business leaders. And I'm going to suggest thinking about it this way, that when we eat, we eat for one of perhaps multiple, but one of three um, reasons. I don't know whether to call them reasons or occasions or events or things or, you know, I don't know what to call them. But I want you to think about it this way. When we eat, we eat either for focus, for fuel, or for fun. We eat either for focus, for fuel, or for fun. Now, my contention is oftentimes when you're eating for focus, you're also eating for fuel. Now, I don't, I, I haven't thought about it deeply enough to know whether or not that's always going to be true and even to think about different situations. So I'm still thinking about that. But, but, but I think in general, this is the skeleton of something that's going to at least help me. So maybe it'll help you. Um, think about uh, being more intentional about your food choices. Are you eating for, for focus and for fuel or, or are you eating for fun? Are you eating in a way that is going to fuel your body and also allow you to have more focus and therefore more performance in what you're working on, better thinking, you know, better brain skills and things like that to actually you know, bring your A game to the table when it comes to having uh, to perform in your business. Are you eating for those things? Now, some people might be able to eat for focus, for fuel, and for fun all at the same time, right? Some people just might legitimately love eating certain foods that are also um, for, uh, that help with focus and with fuel. But the way that food tastes and is made to taste by those who uh, produce it, Make it to where that is oftentimes not the case. Um, sometimes it is. And certainly I think you can maybe learn for it to become there. In fact, I would say maybe that's something to strive for. Making it where when you eat for fun, you're also eating for focus and for fuel. Right? I think that's something good to strive for. But you're not always going to do that. Uh, for many of us, it will be hard to do that. So, for example, today I'm, I'm really feeling bad today. Okay, I, I do not feel great today. My stomach is killing me. I'm tired. My head's foggy. Uh, I have a headache from last night that's still lingering. Now, why that? Now, I, I usually don't feel that way. Why do I feel that way today? Well, I mean, there's literally no question about it. I know exactly why I feel this way today. There's no question about it. Like, and I'm starving, right? My stomach is, is a bottomless pit. It's bottomed out. It's hungry. Okay, Why? Why? Why, why, why? Okay, well, the reason is, last night, went to Red Lobster with the family, had Cajun linguine chicken Alfredo, Cajun chicken linguine Alfredo, however you put it, a bunch of Cheddar Bay biscuits, and an M&M McFlurry from McDonald's afterward to top it off, okay? I know exactly why I feel the way I do today. Now, what did I do last night? I ate for fun. My family was in town. Uh... You know, got, got to see my in-laws, whom I don't get to see very often, and it was good. Went to dinner, had a great time with the family, 
I did eat too much, but it was fun. Today, honestly, I'm going to pay the price for it. My performance has already suffered a little bit. When I was doing some work this morning, I noticed that I was not able to focus very well. My focus kept getting off, okay? And that's because my focus was elsewhere. My focus was on how bad I felt and how tired I was and how hungry I was, okay? So I'm not able to focus. Also, though, I'm not being fueled. Like, that food did not fuel me at all. Now, here's the question. Should I or should I have not eaten that? Okay, well, that depends. If I'm eating for focus, no. If I'm eating for fuel, no. What about if I'm eating for fun? Well, maybe so. Okay, I did eat for fun last night, and it was fun. And guess what? I am not going to eat that way today. And that's the key. That's the key. Okay, you need to be able to separate that. Now, I am largely in the camp uh, when it comes to you know eating well and stuff. I mean, I'm I'm very heavily biased toward a ketogenic lifestyle. I think it's objectively the best diet for humans. I, I just do. Um, I, I I am a fan of you know individualized uh, health and, and food choices. And I mean, I realize different people have different body compositions, but I do objectively believe, based on all the research that I have done that the ketogenic diet is the diet humans were intended to eat, or at least some form of it. Basically, low-carb, high-fat diet. That is, I believe, the diet that humans thrive on, okay? So that is a belief that I have. But um, regardless, okay, it's pretty much indisputed that some foods, and they just happen to be foods that fit within that paradigm, are foods that contribute best to the way our body needs energy, needs fuel, okay, and also that allow us to focus. There is, there's so many studies tied to the use of a low carb diet with high fat, um, a low carb high fat diet with, uh, you know, brain and focus. And just, it's just unreal. It's really unreal. Um, aside from all the other benefits. So entrepreneurial eating, right? Now, why, why ever eat for fun, right? Should you only eat for focus and for fuel? Well, I think that leads to imbalance. I really do. I really think it leads to imbalance. Uh, I do think there are occasions when you're going to need to eat for fun, okay? Um, you should be able to reward yourself with something that tastes good. You know, I, I just believe that. Um, I believe there are times when you should um, be able to go out and, and just eat for the enjoyment of it. Uh, because food is an awesome thing. You know, food uh, in many times, in many cases, does uh, absolutely taste delicious and you can indulge in things that you would not normally do. But realize that it's an intentional choice, okay? If you're eating for fun all the time, you are doing yourself a huge disservice. You really are. If you're eating just for the taste of what you're eating right now and you're trying to grow a business, you're trying to perform, you're trying to be sick, you are hurting yourself by what you eat, if that's the case right now. So if you find yourself eating more towards fun than for fuel and or focus, then uh, I would start making that shift. I would begin shifting your attention away from that fun eating and toward that focus eating, toward that fuel eating. Because honestly, I think you will be amazed at um, just how big a difference that's going to make for you. I really do. So keep all three on your radar, right? Especially during the day, let's eat for focus, let's eat for fuel, let's go out there and just do it so we can crush our competition, so we can grow our business, so we can be good stewards, not only of our business, but also of our body, so let's do that, but then at the same time, 
Let's also remember that there are times for enjoyment. There are times God has given us a food as a good tasting thing. It's something that is enjoyable to us in order to be able to have fun. So every now and then, sure, let's eat for fun. Let's, let's, let's be intentional about that. And the next day, let's go back to eating for focus and for fuel. Let's not default to eating for fun just because things taste good. Okay, so that's my rant for the day. I'm sorry about that you may have things you disagree with there maybe you're listening and you're a professional nutritionist and you think i'm just crazy well you're, you're welcome to that uh, i've seen the difference in myself okay i, I don't need your uh, opinion uh, to tell me one way or the other um i i I, yeah, I mean, I've made the dramatic shift for myself, and I know the difference it makes for me. Now, this is not, you know, me giving you specific dietary advice. I'm just saying, in general, you need to eat for focus and for fuel the majority of the time if you're trying to perform rather than to eat just for fun, okay? Hey, God bless you. Uh, if you like this podcast, you enjoy what you're hearing every day, I would love for you to share it with somebody else so that more people can listen and, uh, and get on board. Um, and I would super uh, appreciate that. All right, you guys take care. Have a great rest of your day.